She's not pregnant, Andy. Dad without a dad production. <laughs> Hey everyone and welcome to the Dad Without a Dad podcast. My name is Andy Griffiths and with me as ever is Jose De La Roca. Jose, how you doing? I'm still alive even though coronavirus is coming back, but we're still here trying to entertain parents out there and if they want any advice, just do the opposite that we do and that should be it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So a little bit about this podcast. We are two dads. We're on different continents. Uh, Jose's in LA in the United States of America. I'm in Portsmouth, UK. And uh, every couple of weeks ago, uh, or a couple of weeks, we, we get together and talk about dad stuff, right? Uh, we both grew up without having dads in our lives. So yeah, uh, we basically just click record and uh, we start. Yeah, so it's so, basically two of us and we didn't have dads and now that we're trying to be the best that we could be. Uh, we're trying to share the stories with everybody. And we not only talk about being dads, but also being, you know, ourselves trying to be dads, you know. Like right now, it's going to be Father's Day. So shout out to every single dad that we know. And we'll go into shout outs later on and shout out every single dad that we know. But we also want to give a shout out to Will that he was in the podcast. He was great. If you didn't hear that podcast, go check it out. It's show number 70. He was great. But today we're going to talk about Father's Day and books. One of the things that I always tell people is that read, 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 stop watching TV and read. Isn't that right, Andy? It definitely is, Jose. Uh, and I think with kids, even though my, my son's like two, uh, he's he's been reading on and off like he's been interested in books but now he's properly like finds a favorite book that he likes us reading to him uh regularly now like it's not just a one-off phase thing he's like every week he's got a new book that he wants us to read to him and he'll go back to old books which is absolutely amazing uh and he remembers stuff as well so like as he's how old is he now he's <laughs> two and a half <laughs> don't worry i got there in time i got there in time he's two and a half um and he can even recite back like words just as we're about to say them which is absolutely awesome so what we're reading at the moment we're reading gruffalo gruffalo's child basically anything by julia donaldson um uh and illustrations by axel scheffler uh those books are absolutely awesome so the gruffalo gruffalo's child snail and a whale they're all like really really short books that you can read in like 20 minutes um really really art heavy which is great for for a two and a half year old and um yeah uh i'm absolutely loving that at the moment that's been a really recent development for 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 our household um but it's been absolutely awesome and i think this uh this is a great topic because uh for people who are brand new to this program this podcast started because of a book so i wrote a book about me being a new dad and didn't have a dad growing up and the way this podcast started is because i wanted to sell a book but you know just like andy says what's interesting is that the book's kind of gone away but we still keep doing the podcast <laughs> so the book sucked but this podcast is doing well so <laughs> 
totally knew that clip was coming. <laughs> you know, the book didn't necessarily didn't do massively well, but the podcast did. So, uh, you know, we still doing the podcast and the book, by the way, if you uh, join my mailing list, which if you guys want to join my mailing list, you can send me an email at hello at josedelarroca.com. That is hello at josedelarroca.com. I actually send a promotional email every uh, every week. And uh, it was funny because uh, I actually decided to just tell the truth. Uh, this week, I got my first review on that book. So I literally have three books uh, to date. And uh, one of the books that I wrote is about podcasting. And of course, that one did really well compared to the dad book. And the podcasting book has had already like seven reviews, including a couple of friends. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but it has seven reviews when I... The interesting part about that is that when uh, that book, the the podcasting book, came out uh, and somebody reviewed it, I forgot that you could do that. It was like so surprising for me to actually somebody reviewing my book and giving me five stars. So then that's when I realized how bad my other book did because, I, you know, two years I never had a review. And something interesting happened this week that um, somebody actually reviewed my book. And what I said in my promotional email is that somebody reviewed my book Somebody that I actually don't know, somebody that is not a friend, that is totally not related, and she actually loved the book. She uh, she actually made my two years of 20-plus sales in books total um, worth it because she actually picked up the book, she read it, she reviewed it, gave me five stars, and she said that it was a really great book. So the interesting part about that is that you know, even though it took me two years, finally somebody read it and liked it and actually said that it was useful for not only her, but for dads out there. So for us to be talking about books and books in for our sons, it's it's a great topic because this podcast was based on a book that, you know, even though... What's interesting is that the book's kind of gone away, but we still keep doing the podcast. <laughs> right, you, you've hit your quota for that clip this week, I think. <laughs> um yeah, Jose, you're absolutely right. And I think um, I, I, it's been awesome kind of reading your stuff uh, and seeing how it's developed, like, especially if you read uh, or if you compare your new book versus your old book. There's a lot of progression there. There's a lot of um, you've, your craft has gotten better, um, even though the first one's quite autobiographical, right? Whereas the second one is very like instructional. It's all about helping people how to put a podcast together and how they would even start um so yeah i think i mean who knows man that this this could be the start of the the first book doing better i mean who knows right uh, the great thing about amazon and that's where you guys could buy the book by the way amazon all my books are on amazon so if you want to go check it out it's on amazon the great thing about that is that um the paperback it only prints if you order so basically amazon is such a big company that i don't have to literally do anything and they're such a big company that they don't need to like buy a thousand and put them in a store they could just print it out if you order today and you will have it you know two days later so it exists there it doesn't cost amazon for it to have it there and if somebody buys it they get a cut and i get a cut it's basically 50 50 so whatever you see in the prices i only get 50 percent. but it's better than nothing and you know this podcast started because of that book and the book did really bad but the best thing is that somebody picked it up somebody read it and actually said that it's helpful 
And the second book I did, which is about podcasting, somebody said that this book, it was going to do well because I'm helping people. And if you think about it, the other book, I'm actually helping people too because I'm showing how I went through a lot of stuff like alcoholism, immigration, blah, blah, blah. And I still came out okay. And uh, I even started doing it way before I became a dad. You know, like I wanted to change my ways and myself for me. You know, it's one of the things that I always tell people that don't change or you know, stop doing things or become better for somebody else, become better because you want to be better, because you want mm. to be a better person, not because you want to be a better person for somebody else, you know? So I think my other, my first book, whether it is not obvious or anything, it also helps people. But interesting that we're ha- uh, talking about books. And so you're saying that your son is starting to read books. Do you remember the first book you ever bought him? Yeah, so I think it was it was something called um, uh, I think it was uh, the the uh, shush uh, by Chris Houghton. Um, so it's like basically uh, this book where you um, it's a four people they're trying to catch birds in the woods, and essentially that's the whole book. It's like a really really tiny tiny book. It's like. I think they've even got it in front of me. Uh, it's called Shush, We Have a Plan by Chris Houghton. It's awesome. Um, and like, essentially, it's just, it's all super picture heavy, which is great. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, it's weird what they, uh, what kids gravitate towards. Because like, the first book that I bought my son, he really couldn't care as much as we tried to put it in it. But we bought it of him when he was super young, like 18 months old, right? Um, so, Yeah. It's a pretty. <laughs> You're trying to one. see if you have it. It's funny because yeah. like I um I still remember the first book I um I got my son or we got him. I still don't remember if it was me or 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 my girlfriend. But um I was a f- uh, I mean I guess I am a still a fan of Jimmy Fallon. It's just I just don't watch TV anymore. Like I used to watch TV yeah. back in the days. And I literally kind of stopped to the point that I, I'm I'm so busy now that it's incredible that I don't think I've ever been as busy as I am right now in the lockdown. But I'm trying to start a company, trying to sell books, blah, blah, blah. So go buy my book. But um, Jimmy Fallon was saying how he created a book and the book was called Dada, that his first words will be Dada, right? Um, yeah. And I really wanted my son to say his, his first words to be either papa or dada right i didn't i wanted to beat my my girlfriend i wanted him to because if you're new to the show my son looks just like my girlfriend like exactly like her they even have the same allergies yesterday they had allergy attacks both of them and i was trying to take a nap and i'm listening to both of them you know because they're going through their she's teaching him spanish so they're doing class and then she sneezes three times like achoo, achoo, achoo. and then like five minutes later i could hear him achoo, achoo, achoo. so i'm thinking oh my god this fuckers they even had the same allergies they even sneeze the same i think the only thing that he has is probably like my plateness and my <laughs> how he makes fun of people and how much he farts but i think that's the only thing like i think to this day people think that i'm babysitting but he's basically my girlfriend with a penis so my first <laughs> w- what i wanted to do is like for him to say papa or dada for the first 
the first thing that will come out of his mouth or his first words will be Papa, right? So I bought him that book and it's a really nice book. It's basically uh, you go through a bunch of animals that are trying to say data, but they're actually saying quack, quack or moo or stuff like that. And at the end, the the person says data, which is as her, his first words. And yeah, I, I still I think he loved it so much that he like destroyed the book. We even bought another <laughs> one and he destroyed it. We've been very inclining to, I guess, literature. Uh, we don't watch TV as much. If, I know I'm always saying that, but we literally have like, uh, like, like 60, 70 books right now to the point that we're trying to get rid of the books that your son will be wanting to read or look at. And yeah. we're trying to, because now, you know, my girlfriend has done such a wonderful job. My son actually reads now. He could read. He's only four and he's reading. So we're, wow. you know, awesome. we're books that your son is interested in. It's pointless for us now. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, so if I cast my back, I think the real first book was one about like uh, emotions and baby faces. So basically when you turn the page, every time you'd see a human doing like a different emotion, um, <laughs> like happy sad or whatever like that's literally where they start out and it kind of progresses from there um but i think the main thing and we we've we kind of always did it as well like we even did the whole thing of like when my wife was pregnant we did the whole thing of like i i, I we would read to the baby while it was there so it could kind of like get used to our voice and stuff like that um so i think it's super important uh but i think why i kind of i brought up this subject was like this past month and i don't even know if it's a lockdown thing or whatever but he he's starting to ask to read for books like we're not like or he's starting to say hey can there's a sarah and duck penguin book and sarah and duck is basically this like uh there's a kid who's like five years old named sarah and she's got a pet duck and they do basically go on adventures but their adventures are like massively surreal so like one of them will be like uh, they go to find their local bench uh, in a park and the park's been taken over by a carnival and they meet a moon on a Ferris wheel and a ferret and the moon on the Ferris wheel helps them find it like stupid stuff like that, which is great. It's really surrealist. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how it progresses because like, obviously he's, he's he's two and a bit, right? Or two and a half or whatever. Like he's, he's, he's so far off reading is unreal. But, you know, the fact that he's showing interest and just massively proud of him at this point um what well, do you remember shows, when like... when uh, when um it was comic book day and you mm. uh told me that it was you know and that's when i introduced my son to comics and then he yeah. had a uh a thing for comic books and to this day like i think yesterday we were uh uh, like still reading comic books he wants to read comic books we were reading the the one that i got him at disney and was uh the tie fighter uh so you know it's reading nice. is reading right and of course one of those you, know, you had to help me with the comic books you were like oh that's too dark or i even was like yeah not this one and some of them you know they're comic books right i make up yeah. the shit so you know this is where it comes to you too like to you could literally <laughs> get any book and just make up a story which is the funniest totally. thing there but has he totally. has your sh has your son show any interest in a particular thing like animals cows reactions 
Uh, I, vehicles, man. Anything with vehicles. Firefighters, emergency vehicles in particular, he's absolutely obsessed by. Um, but again, that's a recent thing. That's like within the last month. Um, what we notice is that he's attracted to like, rather than necessarily subject matter, he's attracted to visuals. So like, for example, anything that's illustrated by Axel Scheffler, who does the Gruffalo and all the books I mentioned earlier on, like he gravitate towards that just like naturally, um, which again goes by that visual learning thing, which most kids have, um, is that they're visual learners, they're not audio learners. And the, 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 it depends what percentage it is, but what I find with, with my son is that he's a visual learner. Um, and, uh, I think I'm really fascinated to see how he's going to do with comics. Like you're absolutely right. Reading is reading. It doesn't really matter what they're reading as long as they're thinking about it and flicking a page and enjoying the progression of the still images, right? Because it's it's different to TV. Um, like with TV, you can have and and my son watches TV. Like we we try and regulate it. We don't make it a regular thing, but he does watch TV. But we try and make it not a passive entertainment thing. We make it an active entertainment thing, which basically means like while he's watching, we will interact with the TV. Uh, ask questions we'll ask him he'll answer and things like that and and reading's the same sort of thing um you know uh, there's a the snail and the whale book that we have uh, basically a, a whale gets beached at the end of it and a snail has to like help the whale and there's loads of like emergency vehicles out there like ambulances fire engines helicopters and stuff and basically during that page he loves that page it's like his favorite page in that book um he'll but he'll point out to all the different emergency vehicles uh, and he'll reference like Fireman Sam, which is obviously a show that he watches, right? But he can he can form the link in his head. Um, and we've also seen a few times where he's had like a book that's quite big, like an A3 book, let's say. Um, and he's basically just grabbed like a matchbox car or a Hot Wheels or whatever and just driven around the road that's in the book. You know, it's things like that that shows it's a different way of interacting with the book. It's not just him sitting on our lap and me or, or my wife like telling him saying the words like he's he's interacting with it in a different way so we're just trying to like not make books this thing that we thrust upon him there's something that he's naturally kind of picking up and and, and and developing with and that's kind of what's happened now which is really really it's good to see i think the best way for me to um show the difference between watching tv and reading is you know watching tv they tell you what what it is, right? Watching TV is literally, yeah. here's a product, this is where you're going to react, and this is what you're supposed to feel, right? So yeah. my analogy for people who want to see the difference is, have you ever read a book, gone see the movie, and you didn't like it? Hmm. So exactly, because when you read the book, you make up your stuff. The reason why... The, the movie is never as good as the book is because the movie is through somebody's eyes. Yeah. The book is through your own eyes. Of course, nobody, the director is not going to show everybody's opinion in the movie. He's going to show his opinion of the book through the movie to you. You already made your own assessments of the book, whether it's the same. Everybody's reading the same thing, right? But we all make up like characters will make we'll see things through our imagination i keep telling my son which i'm struggling so much right now uh, we, we should talk about that but i'm like god i'm struggling for him to like play by himself and like 
use his imagination. Like that's the best analogy I could show you how books are the best because if you ever read a book and went to see the movie, you're gonna come out saying like adding like the movie because yeah, you read a book and you made the whole characters into in your mind, and that's the best thing because you actually used words to create things in your mind and you use your imagination to put things in your mind through words, which is what it is. Yeah, it's it's active engagement versus passive, right? Like that that's absolutely what it is. And I think um you know, I think it's important to have variety um in in like any toddler's life um or even any kid's life. Uh but I think at the same time, you know, it's just it's interesting what they gravitate towards and what they don't. Um I'll find that most of the time, like, you know, even if they don't think they don't like reading, you just need to find something that they can gravitate towards um, and just see what you can do. Uh, and the other thing is, like, it's a real fine line between, like, not ramming it down their throats constantly to, like, doing it at a time when they're ready as well. It's really, really hard. Um, but like with, like you were saying with the playing on your own and using the imagination thing, like it you just got to be patient. It's the only thing. Like, it will come, right? It will happen. Uh, it's just going to take time. <laughs> I hope because my girlfriend's going <laughs> back to work on Monday and he's going to have to play by himself for a couple hours while I work. And when she comes home, you know, we'll get coronavirus and we'll go in that. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, now let me ask you this. Do you guys stick to the story? Are you guys like my girlfriend that you guys read word to word and then that's the book? Or any of you you or, or your wife do you guys come off it it depends how well we know the story so like <laughs> the 200th time you've read one of these books and they're only like they're really they're all really short like the shorter ones yeah you can riff off them absolutely um and i think you have to 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 like to stay sane um well, I don't cause, know if that cause I, if that damages the kids' interpretation. I have no idea. Well, I gotta tell you, like, cause half of the books that now we're sticking to the words because we're showing him words, right? So he, we're sticking mm. to the to the writing. We're sticking to the writing because he, he has to see that one is one, and you know, Papa is spelled P A P A and things like that. But if you asked me six months ago, for him to tell you the stories of what i read it was totally my own shit like to this day like <laughs> all the comic books that we read like the tie fighter like the tie fighter the one that we read <coughs> it's my own story you know there's there's one there's uh, a comic book that it's basically like stormtroopers are trying to defeat somebody and i made up my own story to the point that my girlfriend cannot read it because it's not the story that he knows. He, I had to read it. There's a Spider-Man comic book that we have that it's basically there. It's very kind of dark with shocker in it. And I make yeah. it into like a pizza party. So, <laughs> so basically all the comic books and before, like when he was from one to, I want to say four, I made up all the stuff. I literally made up every single story until we found Dr. Seuss and I love Dr. Seuss and <laughs> but I made up all the shit, man. Like I literally there were times where like my girlfriend couldn't read a book and they had to wait for me to come home because that was not the way it's supposed to be. It was supposed <laughs> to be cuz my my girlfriend just reads it, right? 
Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I will act it up. I will go crazy and invent stuff and stuff. Like there's a the Tie Fighter one. There's the stormtroopers are trying to. They're in a battle with somebody, and I call them the Ninja Tie Fighters, and they are the ones that. <laughs> yeah. And those Ninja Tie Fighters are going to help the stormtrooper Tie Fighters to defeat the X-wing yeah. fighters, and then. <laughs> But the thing is, man, like it's it's choosing source material that you actually like and give a shit about is also a big thing as well, right? Like you said with the Doctor Zeus books, like choosing something you care about, like kids pick up on that. They hundred, they know that you give a shit about it. Uh, so do you guys have? Well, since we're talking about Doctor Zeus, uh, I don't know. I think you saw that, right? Because um, the the topic came up how. I'm animated about writing, I mean, reading mm. stuff to to uh, my son. And then I, one time I think I was just glancing over um, YouTube and I saw how people would just read Dr. Seuss and they had like, there's one right there. There's a girl just reading Dr. Seuss and putting pictures of the book and she has 833,000 views, Right. And this lady yeah. is literally just reading it. She's not even, she's just reading it. So I decided, I'm like, because, you know, I'm I'm trying to make money out of YouTube. So I'm like, I'm trying all this stuff. So I decided to make a video of me reading Dr. Seuss my way with better quality. I actually put the camera behind me and you, you could see where I'm reading uh, uh, Dr. Seuss and I'm reading it in my own way. And of course... It only has 600 views, and I don't know why, and I still don't know how these people who literally just read the book, it's really bad, sounds horrible, poor quality. They have like 3,000. This lady has 833,000 views. I barely have eight 600, and some of them are just mine. Uh, so I decided to do a, a YouTube video. I actually did two. One, it was... Um, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, you know, and I wanted to, you okay. know, put it out there. I said, oh, this is going to catch on and finally I'm going to have like a thousand subscribers. So I can start making money. Of course, it didn't. But let's listen to my version of one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish by Dr. Seuss. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, black fish, blue fish, old fish, new fish. This one has a little star. This one has a little car. Say, what a lot of fish they are. Yes, some are red and some are blue. Some are old and some are new. Some are sad and some are glad and some are very, very bad. Why are they sad and glad and bad? I do not know. Go ask your dad. <laughs> some are thin and some are fat. The fat one has a yellow hat. From there to here, from here to there. Funny things are everywhere. Here are some who like to run. They like to run for fun in the hot, hot sun. Oh me, oh my, oh me, oh my. What a lot of funny things go by. Some have two feet, some have four, some have six feet, and some have more. Where do they come from? I can't say, but I bet they have come a long 
He has 11. 11? This is something new. I wish I had 11 too. So I'm like, I'm going to, I kept going and I started like really getting into it and blah, blah, blah. And of course it didn't do well and everything. But so I thought I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to have all these views and everything. And since I'm a YouTuber, technically, right? Because I do videos and I'm trying to get people. Yeah. I get emails from YouTube creators saying like, hey, this is how much people listen to you. How much people uh, they have your views. And they also, this month, they sent a, a separate email saying, you know, we're talking about Black Lives Matter and also Pride. You should check out these things. And they also do a spotlight on 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 new YouTubers. And I saw this guy and then he looked uh, like familiar in a way that he had a book that I know. And then I clicked on him and he actually does what I doing right which is reading books but yeah. you know how i just talked about the other people who have eight hundred and fifty thousand views and they suck and I, that's when it gets me mad because they <laughs> suck they i'm sorry they really audio is bad video is bad they're just reading it and i'm actually trying to do better things and i don't get not even a thousand views and those motherfuckers have almost a million but this guy he deserves all the views he has and more. And I want to tip my hat to this guy and say, this is what's up. This is when I don't mind him having all these views. And I hope he has more. You have to listen to this guy. Here he goes. Hi, I'm Wes. And today I'll be rapping Fox and Socks by Dr. Seuss. Okay. Take it slowly. <laughs> this book is dangerous. Fox socks, box knocks, knocks in box and fox in socks. Knocks on fox and socks in box. Socks on knocks and knocks in box. Fox and socks on box on knocks. Checks with bricks come, checks with blocks come, checks with bricks and blocks and clocks come. Look, sir, look, sir, Mr. Knox, sir. Let's do tricks with bricks and blocks, sir. Let's do tricks with checks and clocks, sir. First I'll make a quick trick, brick stab. Then I'll make a quick trick, block stab. You can make a quick trick, chick stag. You can make a quick trick, clock stag. And here's a new trick, Mr. Knox. It's called socks on chicks and chicks on fox. Fox on clocks on bricks and blocks. Bricks and blocks on knocks on box. Now we come to the ticks and tocks, sir. Try to say this one, Mr. Knox, sir. Clocks on fox tick, clocks on knox talk. Six sick bricks tick, six sick. Okay, so. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I had to, it's like, you see, that's what I'm saying. Like, to somebody like that, I tip my hat and I said, hell yeah, bro. That's badass. I don't know who you are, but if you don't like that, you just... <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's taking, it's just melding two things together, right? But it's taking something that he's personally passionate about and he's just done it. It's like, so badass. I mean, so first of all, go check out my <laughs> videos and make fun of me. <laughs> and then you could go check out this guy. His name is um, Fox and Socks, Dr. Seuss over Dr. Dre Beats for West 
Westank. W E S T N K. And of course, he doesn't need more subscribers because he already has like 200,000. But go check out my YouTube videos, make fun of them, and then go check out West Tank. It, he's badass. So that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know, reading is fun, guys. So. How do you spell West Tank? Is it W E S T A N K? Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And then check him out. Yeah. Check him out. But first of all, check out my book. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I'll notice about YouTube habits for kids, right, is that it doesn't necessarily just because somebody's got loads of views doesn't mean it's good. Uh, obviously, number one, but also like kids, just it's all about the thumbnail again, visual learning stuff. Stuff. So, like, uh, what does what does my son watch? My son watches something called. Um, What's his name? It's Steve and Maggie, which is like, <laughs> is on this channel called English TV, which is just uh, basically there's so much American stuff that we just didn't want him to watch American stuff to like screw with his accent. <laughs> Nothing is there's anything wrong with the American accent, but we just didn't want him to, you know, grow up in Portsmouth and have this weird twang. We didn't want him to say weird stuff like vase and stuff like that. So, <laughs> um, so he watches this show about uh, called Steve and Maggie, which is basically Steve is like a regular bearded 30 to 40 year old guy. And he hangs around with a magpie that's fully animated that just gives him shit all the time. Um, and that's the whole show. That's the whole premise of the show. Uh, but the whole reason why he likes it and the whole reason why he engaged with it in the first place was because there was a yellow helicopter on one of the thumbnails. And he, he loves vehicles, so that's it. So that's, uh, that's my secret tip, Jose, to YouTube success. Put a vehicle in there somehow. I'm sure you can shoot him one in. <laughs> I don't think my son watches... Well, I think he, the only thing he watches on YouTube is when I play my own videos and he's in it. So if you guys want to go check out my... <laughs> actually, it's a couple of videos that he's in it. So not his yeah. face or anything, but he he's there. So go check him out. Um... For me, Dr. Seuss is like the 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 sky, and everything else yeah. is down. Uh, now that we're talking about books, um, you have to have Dr. Seuss. I'm if you guys are parents, there's no there's no wrong by buying Dr. Seuss. Buy Dr. Seuss. Read Dr. Seuss. You're going to sound good just by reading it. That's how good he is. It's like incredible. Like. Like and this guy, he's not literally rapping. He's just reading it. That's how good Doctor Seuss is. Doctor Seuss is like the sky, and everybody else is under him. And I don't know. Do you have Doctor Seuss? So it's weird. So Doctor Seuss hasn't really. I mean, we we got like um the Grinch and and the Jim Carrey film and uh, the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat and stuff like that. But over here, like Doctor Zeus, just isn't a thing. Uh, like the the books are available, um, but they're nowhere near as like, you know, they're, they're like a pop culture icon thing in America. I think like they transcend everything. Um, whereas in the UK, that's not the case. So what do you guys but, have? Yeah, I'll like, what do you guys have over there? Like, do you have a like, uh, you know, like what I'm trying to say is like, do you have something that it's like very staple of the UK for reading for kids, like? You grew up reading so and so, so that does that mean yeah, that your yeah, son is going we to? We do, we do, but they're not quite as like, like there is a lyrical genius to Doctor Zeus books. Do you know what I mean? Like there is like a uh, 
it, it, we we don't necessarily have stuff like that. I mean, the only stuff that comes to mind for me is like stuff like Spot the Dog and stuff like that, which is like basically just a yellow dog that gets into adventures and stuff like that. There's, Dr. Zeus is kind of, we don't really have anything that's in that sort of ilk, I don't think. But um, do you guys have any staple books for kids that everybody has to read? Like everybody in the UK has to read. Yeah, I, it's 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 the Gruffalo man. Um, oh, okay. Gruffalo, okay. Gruffalo's child. It, it's anything by Julia Donaldson. Like that's that's the stuff that's kind of become widespread. I think the reason behind that is because one, there's a bunch of Christmas specials that the the BBC put together um, that have been absolutely amazing. Uh, so stuff like um, God, what's it called? Uh, the Highway Rat. Um, Uh, loads of stuff. I think that's the closest that we've got to Doctor Zoo stuff here. Uh, is is the Gruffalo stuff? Um, just because again, it's like it's all rhyming, like rhyming couplets, like a lot of Doctor Zoo stuff is, um, and it's all slightly absurdist. So like the Snail and the Whale, for example, is about a snail that hitches uh, a ride around the world on the back of a whale, right? <laughs> and the end of that book is the snail saving the whale from getting beached. Like it's it's that sort of shit. Um, yeah. So I think that's probably the closest that we've got. But I need to check out Dr. Zoo stuff because we just, yeah, it, it would be cool. It'd be interesting. Now, do you have um, like something that you recommend that you say, uh, I read it when I was little? Do you still, because like I said, I don't remember much of my childhood. <laughs> uh, I still need to find out. One day we're going to have a psychiatrist here and maybe help us out. But do you have something that you you said and you remember and you're like, okay, my son has to read this? Honestly, man, uh, I don't. But my wife does. Um, so my wife has got loads. So just off camera, because obviously whenever we record this podcast, is always on camera. I can see at least 15 Disney books that are like Disney picture books that she can't wait to show uh, my son, uh, which is cool. Um, I think for me, like, I definitely read when I was younger, but not at, like before the age of five. Like, I think I used to read um, uh, Commando comic books, which is like this World War II comic book series with like Nazis being blown apart and stuff like that. Um, but that was like <laughs> at the age of like six onwards, I probably started reading that. So I can't remember any of the books that I had younger than that. Um, just have a complete blank. Uh, and I think whenever I've I haven't really chatted to my mum about it either. Um, so maybe that, that's the topic that I should bring up with her for sure. What about you? Have you got any books where you're like, yeah, my son needs to read that. Yeah, hold on. Let me, well, besides, uh, Dr. Seuss, right? Uh, <laughs> hold yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me see if I could find the, there's like a series where, oh yeah, here it goes. It's called a little golden book. I think this is the publisher Uh, randomhousekids.com randomhousekids.com golden books so basically this one's I think I've seen like everybody so for example you see this one is a Sesame Street is the bunny nice. hop uh, but here's the main ones they have Star Wars so they have all the Disney collections that you were talking about and then yeah. as you can see in the back they have so many of these ones these ones are really good because they have a lot of pictures they have a lot of words for you know a two year old but You know, they have a lot of pictures where if you buy Sesame, Sesame Street, you will, a two-year-old will be entertained. Uh, yeah. And 
they're cheap. They're like four dollars a book. So it's not like you're going to uh, spend a lot of money. And and like you see, you could. This is one of these books. It's called the Bunny Hop. The Bunny Hop. Uh, Sesame Street. This is one of the books that I think he doesn't know the real story where I just made up all the shit. Like, basically, because so many letters, I would just go through it when he was two, three. I would just, you know, make up stuff, stuff about the bunnies. And I think the whole purpose of this book is to count and look for the bunnies. So I would just make up a story and then make him look for stuff or point at things. So I, I always made it interesting and made him, like be very visual and for him to understand shapes and something that you're probably going through right now you need to he yeah. needs to understand sounds he needs to understand shapes he needs to understand uh at least one word like a or something i don't know yeah and you need to call stuff out as well so that you call stuff out while you're reading the stuff to them so like the thing is if you're bored of reading the book like the 900th time <laughs> like they're going to be bored listening to you read it <laughs> so you need to figure out ways to to mix it up um yeah, I it's it's difficult, right? But it's it's worth it. I think the other the other part of it as well is just um they just soak everything up. Like between the ages of 2 and 3, they just soak absolutely everything up, all of your behavior basically. So if you get into a routine of like basically just showing them books or if you have a place in your house or flat where like there there are just books that are stored and they've got some alone time when they're playing, like they will go over and just grab a book and just have a look. Um, you know, it's just little things like that, just making them available. Um, yeah, it's tricky, but I I think with with my son, it was like, like we've literally been, since he turned two, we've been like oh, trying to encourage him to, to interact with books as much as possible. Uh, um, and it didn't always stick uh and it's just been great like i said at the beginning like it's been great over the past month it's it's started to come to fruition it's awesome reading is nice man and then uh do you have any recommendations for like if for comic books basically do you have anything that you said my seven-year-old could read it with myself i think the you can't go wrong with the star wars stuff just because it's all apart from vader which, which is pretty dark uh you can't go wrong with the marvel uh the, the star wars stuff just because they they make it super safe uh, and there's loads of vehicles in it there's loads of action in it so it's really easy to like act out which is good um i think the other stuff which is good is that the you can get some good transformers uh again uh just leaf through it before you buy it that's the great thing about comic books is that you can just you know just have a a quick sanity check just look through it and see how violent the visuals are that'll give you a good idea um what else uh there's book uh, there's comic books on practically everything um i remember when i was super super young uh i used to read the simpsons comic book <laughs> <laughs> so i'm sure that's still going uh what else um marvel so marvel stuff and dc stuff to be honest is quite tricky because based on um which basically writers are on it and which uh visual guys are on it um you'll have some will be super super violent and some won't be uh so again that's why you should definitely just take the time to have a look through it um the visuals will also show you as well like so if you see lots of colorful visuals lots of happy people 
uh usually that's a good thing i would stay away from anything japanese uh <laughs> if i'm honest with you um, uh there are some uh apart from studio ghibli stuff so there is some studio ghibli visual uh i guess visual novels comics whatever that that are totally ace um i'd definitely recommend those as well uh, but the main thing is if you're trying to if you're going to an actual comic book store which you should if you're going to get comic books is just ask they will have like a dedicated kid section and if you say hey i've got a seven-year-old son i want to get him some stuff they'll be able to point you in the right direction Yes, I uh, when you told me that about two years ago, I think I forgot when. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have a whole section for them, and I still remember. Like, I'm always being intrigued about comic books. I haven't been like a fan, meaning like I haven't subscribed to it. But I I wanted to encourage uh, my son to t my son because <laughs> I, I consider her my son. But uh, I think I I bought a subscription for my nephew, which. Uh, sorry to say this, but the Richie Richie uh, subscription was one of the worst worst customer service. Uh, they scammed yeah. me, meaning like they charged me for a full year. I think he only got like four issues. So the Richie uh, something comic books. If if anybody's thinking of getting that subscription, don't. Um, they don't even have a customer email. The website is weird. They took my money. I think he only got four uh, things. They were. Uh, it took like three months just to the first one. So I forgot the name of his Richie comics and they have a bunch of them. Uh, it was mm. really bad. So don't, don't, don't buy anything from them, uh, please. Uh, you'll regret it. But I remember like they have sections. I remember like getting like Snoopy comic books. So there's Snoopy comic books, which any kid would like. So uh, yeah, I love comic books. So yeah, go check it out. Nice, nice. Let's see what else. And do you have any um, recommendations for a dad? Do you have any books for dads? So I will tell you a story of before I knew I was going to, well, uh, I guess after I knew I was going to be a dad during that like glorious nine month period where you're like, I'm not going to make any mistakes. I'm going to learn everything I can. I'm going to read absolutely everything, watch everything. Uh, and uh, I had lots of people in my friendship group family who are like, Here's loads of books. Here are all the books that I got when I thought I had enough time to read books before raising a kid. Uh, and then they gave them like, you know, how to be a dad, uh, idiot's guide to children, Heyman's manual, which are like, they produce like manuals for cars, like guide to children and stuff like that. Um, all that stuff. Didn't really read, skimmed through it. Wasn't really useful. Um, the most useful thing that I had uh, was an app on my phone. And I read that constantly. Um, let me see if I can remind if I can remember it. Well, one thing I want to um, tell anybody that you know you're reading to your child because it's based. It starts with it's good for them. It's you know mm. you know that it's going to make them use their imagination. It's going to help them with their vocabulary. Vocabulary. <laughs> There's it's going to help them with their <laughs> diction, words, blah blah blah. So you do it because it's good for them, right? That doesn't mean you're a reader. Yeah. That doesn't mean you read. Uh, one thing no. that I learned is that because I wrote a book and I tried to sell a book, one thing that I learned is that not that many people read anymore. 
not that many people yeah. buy books anymore. N- not at all. It's a niche now. It's like everything is, if it's not in your phone, like Andy said, if it's not on the TV or something, eh, most likely it's not going to, you're not going to read it. You should know whether yeah. you're a reader or not, right? So when we recommend yeah. books, it's to people who actually read. My girlfriend got a bunch of books. I don't think she ever read them. Uh, I had 15 plus years of, you know, taking care of kids. So why would I have those books and, you know, and things like that? But that doesn't mean there's still books out there that, you know, that will not help you because it's not all about parenting. You know, it's not all about how to be a dad, you know? Yeah. You could also buy books to like self-help. So for me, one book that I want to recommend to whoever is listening is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's a financial book. And it's not only a financial book. It's going to help you in different levels of seeing things in a financial perspective. And it's not about financing. This guy really teaches you two points of views. He wants you to understand both views from a rich dad and a poor dad he's not saying one is better he's not saying why he's you know which one you should choose he's just giving you two options for you to choose and make your own opinions uh this book i would recommend it to anybody like literally anybody who ever comes to me and says do you recommend a book first thing i'll say go buy my book how to be a dad without a dad available on amazon (laughs) it's only three bucks and then I will tell them, go read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's going to change your life in ways that you don't even know you you could view things. So if anybody wants a recommendation as a dad, go buy Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I'm pretty sure half of the people listening to this already read it. So you understand what I'm talking about. Have you ever heard, heard of that book? I never heard of it. Never heard of it. But I'm, get to, I'm definitely going to check it out, man. Um, I think that... <sighs> It's it, it, during that period of like uh, when I knew my wife was pregnant and I was going to be a dad, like we just got laden with so many books. And to be honest, like, you know what it's like when you get given like 20 books and they're all kind of about the same thing. And I like, ah, you know what, maybe I'm not going to bother reading them. So I think that's why, like, I, I thought about, OK, you know, between bouts of DIY, getting a nursery ready and and, you know, working hard so that I can basically have a few months off and it not be a problem uh that's why i didn't read that much during that time um but i do want to recommend an app which is absolutely awesome and has lots of great reading material within it um it's called baby sparks uh and baby sparks is brilliant um because it essentially gives you a detailed breakdown of like uh from a psychological psychological perspective and biological perspective of how big your baby is from like literally from inception to uh conception to uh basically well i was still going uh so my son is 29 nine months old by the way that's what this app says which is ace <laughs> um and um basically it gives you an idea basically it will uh every day it will hit you with activities that you can potentially do with your son to or daughter to improve whatever activities they do um or improve their pro- like progression and development. Um, but what it also does is it gives you lots of really cool articles online that have been published or book recommendations or whatever to kind of get your head around the mindset of, of your kid, um, physical limitations, mental limitations. Um, 
why they can't show compassion for anyone else until you know until they're they're a lot older um you know just lots of stuff like that so when you're like man my kid's being a real asshole today you're like uh, and you think inevitably like every dad or mum does they think i really hope i'm not creating an asshole or, or, or teaching him to be a horrible person you, you need sometimes you just need to read something that says oh don't worry they're all horrible people at this age they none of them can share blah 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 um, so that app has been brilliant. It's been like literally every couple of days since my son has been on this earth, it has helped me in some way, just gain an understanding of what he's going through or just, you know, just stops me having some anxiety about, I don't know. <laughs> I remember the first time I had it was when he bit me. Uh, and that's totally normal for kids to bite their parents, by the way. Uh, and I was like, oh, holy shit, he's a feral child, um, you know. He's turning into Damien. We need we need to do something about it. And then I read that thing and I was like, actually, it's not that bad. All kids go through it. It's just it's all knowledge, right? It's all important. Plus, you also had to understand that, you know, your son or daughter is half of you, right? So yeah. you had to see it like maybe uh, I could help him because maybe he is having something that I have, you know. For example, yeah. like him not being able to focus, my son, that's totally me. I need to focus. A lot of people have told me, you need to focus. I need to focus on one thing and make that one thing a good thing, right? And I told him, I told him like a couple of times, I'm like, you need to focus and uh, I need to focus. And I'm trying to teach you things so you don't have to be like me. Like, literally, like, I tell people, like, like, I told my nephew one time, don't be like me, right? Like, mm. you know, like, I'm showing you an example that I can't focus. So I'm trying to help you not become that person that can't focus, right? So if your child is going through something, probably you or your partner already went through it or know about it or felt it. And probably you already know how to deal with it, right? So it's a thing that you could you know, you know, analyze yourself and then bring it out to him and be like, this is how we're going to fix it. And maybe yeah. you could help yourself too, right? Because maybe you haven't fixed that problem. <laughs> One thing I want to talk shit about is uh, about children's book is <laughs> every time I will buy a book and especially this past two years, I will buy a book and then I will see that the book had about 25 words about five pages meaning the hard books or something and it cost me like $15 <laughs> and people don't even want to buy my $3 book that has about 25,000 words and it's all about me anyways Jose, what does that tell you you need to write kids books man <laughs> Anyways, all I know is that... What's interesting is that the book's kind of gone away, but we still keep doing the podcast. <laughs> are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. By the way... We've been having technical issues. My computer's old, so if Apple is listening, you guys could send me a, you know, new laptop anytime because we're actually going to need a new laptop pretty soon because you can even control two apps different ways. So if Apple is listening, please send us a uh, 
a new laptop or buy my book so one day in 20 years I could get my brand new laptop anyways we have a little segment called Andy's jokes and the way it works is that Andy tells a good joke or a bad joke and that's up to you to tell us whether the joke is good or bad so here is Andy all the way from England Brought you by Sober Industries. Sober Industries, if you want to know more about Sober Industries, you can send us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Andy. What you got today? <clears throat> Hello, everyone. So, it's lockdown week for <laughs> months. It's been. Uh, so, I haven't had time to think up a joke myself. Uh, but I did scour the interwebs to find one uh and uh yeah i think i've got a good one this week i think i'm actually gonna make you laugh this week jose which would be good <clears throat> okay <clears throat> i didn't realize the reopening of the lego store was going to be so popular people are lining up for blocks <laughs> so is uh i didn't realize the reopening of the lego store was going to be so popular people are lining up for blocks And if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at hello at josedadarroca.com. Hello at josedadarroca.com. And tell us whether Andy's jokes are here to stay or are here to go. For now, this is a great segment for Sober Industries. Because he told me, I'm going to sponsor your segment as long as the jokes are so bad. Super bad. So this is a great segment for sober industries sober industries are brought to you by sober in pittsburgh <sighs> happy father's day everybody Uh, best Father's Day, besides your son, best Father's Day's gift have, that you have received so far, besides your son. Uh, hmm, that's a good question. Uh, cupcakes. <laughs> Lots of cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, right? Like when you have a tiny child, you need sugar all the time. Because you are tired all the time. So you live for those like five minute mini highs you get from sugar. Uh, so yeah, it's always cupcakes. <laughs> so in my book, How to Be a Dad Without a Dad, I have a whole chapter about Father's Day. And I give a suggestion of what you should ask for Father's Day. So basically, Father's Day is like, eh, like number 15 holiday. You know, like number one is like here in America will be like Christmas, Christmas then probably, you know, New Year's, then Mother's Day is like number three or four, you know, Independence. And then Father's Day is yep. like Father's Day is so like not even important that graduation is even more important than Father's Day. Here, commercials are literally 
graduation and Father's Day. So we don't even have their own stuff. It's like grads and and dads. Not even dad first. It's like grads and dads, you know. And then um, because I'm from Guatemala and I know in Guatemala they celebrate Father's Day June 17th. So I went online and checked um, if if it was a Latin America thing. And it's not. Mexico, they celebrate it just like the United States. Uh, you just told me that you guys also celebrate it like yep. the United States, this which Sunday. is this Sunday. In a lot of countries, they do it the same way. Some countries do it the 25th, blah, blah, blah. So I thought Latin America was the 17th, which is not only Guatemala and Salvador. So I was saying happy birth- uh, uh, happy Father's Day to my friends and uh, family in Guatemala. And they told me how in Guatemala, Mother's Day is a day off. It's a holiday. Father's Day is not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, but my advice to any dads or moms listening out there, the best gift you could give a dad for Father's Day is three meals. And I'm, I stole this from a friend of mine, and you guys know who he is. His name is Keith from the Keith uh, from the Good News Radio and Podcast uh, Network. He told me, all I want for Father's Day is three meals. What does that mean? Basically, just give me my favorite breakfast, give me my favorite lunch, and give me my favorite dinner. And that's it. I think that would be great for any dad out there. Do you have a favorite di- uh, breakfast, favorite lunch, and favorite dinner? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so pancakes, absolutely, for breakfast. A Sunday lunch or Sunday roast uh, for like for dinner. God, I don't even know what a lunch would be. Um, I guess a lunch would be like uh, I guess some sort of burger or something. Yeah, I don't even know. Like a burger thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard that, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, man. Like I, I so I, I flip flop. There are times when I'm when I'm angry and things get on top of me, and I'm like. Do you know what I want for Father's Day? I just want two hours. Just give me two hours, like, on my own. <laughs> Where I can, like, play games or whatever. That would be ace. But and then in my, in my non-grumpy times, I'm like, do you know what? Let's just chill and have a good day. It's going to be, it would be good. Um, like, a day off is awesome. Stress-free day off is awesome. Or, or lie-in is another one as well, right? Like, when was the last time you stayed in bed until, like, 11 o'clock? That would be great. Uh, so yeah, all good ideas. But you see, that's not me though. I can't stay in bed. I need to. I have ants on my ass. I need to be doing things. Um, for me, my meal. So I'm not going to tell you the meals. I'm going to tell you the yeah. foods that I like. I need to okay. have pizza. Okay. Uh, Chick Fil A is always good. Do you guys have Chick Fil A over there? No, right. Uh, nope. Okay. Nope. So Chick Fil A is always good. Uh, so pizza for sure. I like sushi and I like Peruvian food. So if uh, and watermelon breakfast, which is black beans, uh, some scrambled eggs or something side up with, a, you know, like a roasted um, uh, onions and uh, tomatoes with uh, fried plantain and cheese. Uh, do you, have you ever had f- fried plantains? Yeah, I've had fried plantains. They're they kind of sweet, awesome. right? Yeah, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. So that's basically... So a, uh, Latin America, and this is and this one I know for sure. Only Mexico don't have this kind of dish, which you fried a plantain and you serve yeah. it with meals. So it's basically you. It's not a banana, by the way. It's a plantain. 
Because in Mexico, okay. they call bananas plantains, and plantains, they call it something else. Anyways, okay. um, so all Latin America does this, and some countries do it even more, where they do, like, they smash it and make it into chips and stuff like that. But every other Latin American country, especially if they eat black beans, which most of them do, they do fried plantains. So if you guys never had fried plantains, go check them out because they're sweet, they're delicious, and I know they're bad for you. But they're so good. And you could, and we usually have them with breakfast. So it's uh, black beans, either sunny side up eggs or scrambled eggs, fried plantain, and a piece of cheese. So that's basically a breakfast. Then for dinner, I want to say Peruvian food. And, um, you know, but that's another thing about me. I hate going to crowds. So I don't want to yeah, yeah. be like, I'm like so like anti-holidays that <laughs> I would prefer to celebrate the holiday before it or after Cause I'm yeah. cheap too, so I'll be like, you know, it's gonna be cheaper if we do it tomorrow. It's gonna be cheaper if that's we true. do it before. So that's another advice I give to anybody listening for Father's Day: do it the day after or the day before. You know, yeah. you will get more for your buck too. Yeah, do it the Wednesday after. That's the best time to do it. Oh, um, <laughs> so I have. Have you ever heard, ever heard of a rappers? So uh, arepas. It's like a. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I had those in Brighton. They are amazing. So like they're like almost rice. The only thing I can describe is like a rice pita taco thing, where like you have plantain in it, uh, you have like uh, pork in it, and you've got lots of onions and lots of other stuff. That so stuff is amazing. An arepa is either Venezuelan or Colombian, uh, and yeah. then what they do is basically it's a big fluffy tortilla. Yeah. Um, and it's so fluffy and big that they open it. You cut it open, and then you stuff shit in there. And basically, yeah. the rule is whatever you could put in there, that's an arepa, right? Usually, yeah. if it's a breakfast, it's eggs and stuff like that. You could also put just beans and stuff like that. So arepas are really good. Yeah. I forgot nice. that you guys are, like, so cultural in your <laughs> cuisine, like when I wanna, go, it's Which, funny because I'm gonna go to uh, uh, England. And by the way, I keep having this Eng English connection. Like I keep, ha you know, meeting people from England. Anyways, but I feel like I go over there and you're gonna be like, I have the best watermelon restaurant that I'm gonna take you. And I'll be like, <laughs> No, I want potato sausages. That's the thing, man. We we, uh, it's not that our food is bland. It's just like. We don't because we're we're a hodgepodge of different cultures at this point, right? Um, you can find for if you go to like a proper city in in the UK. So if you go to like Manchester, London, Portsmouth, whatever, uh, Brighton, Bristol, um, you will find there's cultural hubs represented everywhere. Um, and yeah, you can find some awesome stuff and food stalls. Like you'll be you'll find something, definitely. But you still say that there's no good Mexican food over there, right? There's not. The times where I've been in LA and the places that you've recommended to me that I've gone to, uh, yeah, that, that stuff's been by far way better. And next time you come here, which who knows when, uh, it will be, yeah. I'll take you to the watermelon place. It's like, uh, this place is like as big as my one bedroom apartment, this little living room that I have. That place is packed all the time. It's called Pan Victoria, and man, it's so good. I mean, for me to go to a place that is packed, it's like yeah. it's it has to hit the spot. 
anyways, I had a little segment, um, you know, that I wanted to create for a while. And since something happened this um, past week, was it? Yeah. Uh, I want Andy to tell us about PS5. Yeah. I'm totally not prepared for this, so let's see how this goes. No, that's fine. <laughs> Do you think uh, it looks like a Wi-Fi modem? I think it... <laughs> Have you seen how big it is? So it's huge. It's like, it's at least... Uh, it's at least like 50 centimeters, which is like half a foot tall. It's crazy. It's way too big. Way too big. Um, and it's got like this weird fin thing at the top, <laughs> which means that you can't really like lie it down. So it has to be vertical. Um, yeah, it's really weird. It's a weird looking console. They haven't announced the price yet. The exclusives look really cool. Uh, we were talking uh, over WhatsApp in the week about that new Ratchet and Clank game that looks awesome. Um, what else? Spider-Man, Miles Morales game. That looks great. Um, you know, but yeah, uh, until, uh, until we get a price, man, it's really hard to know if it's... It's really hard to know what it's like, you know? So let's just say I have a friend that uh, is in the industry. And he's like, oh, you should watch it because there's going to be some surprises and blah, blah, blah. Um, and because uh, I'm like investing and then uh, my son is needs to have attention. I totally forgot until like it started at 1 p.m. here and then it was like 1.20 and I'm like, oh, let me put it on. And uh, I missed the most important things for ourselves, meaning I missed the the Spider-Man and the Ratchet and Clank, which for us is the thing. Everything else we saw, it was like so dark, so weird. <laughs> I was like, and then people were talking and I was like, this is not, you know. And then yeah. I saw the PlayStation and I was like, this is pretty cool. And then the, throughout the week, all these memes, I'm like, do we need to choose between a Wi-Fi modem, a mini fridge and a toaster? It's like the best. But... <laughs> So I saw the comparisons about what it has inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like the Xbox had an edge, right? Yeah, so it's like... The... So here's the thing. Before any new console comes out, you get lots of people, basically, tech analysts or or people that are technical and know what they're doing when it comes to hardware design, basically coming out and going, yeah, console X has more processing power. Console Y can do whatever the magic MacGuffin is for the next generation. So, like, you know, everyone's talking about ray tracing and um, Sony's talking a lot about this intelligent sound design that leaps forward sound design way more than before, even though so it goes beyond 5.1. I don't really know how it works. Um, but ultimately, none of that matters. Like, the only thing that really matters is what games you get out of it in the end and what developers actually do with it. Um Xbox's or Microsoft's strategy at the moment seems to be formulated around them giving lots of money to people um, and them slowly building up their own, like, established studios. So they bought up uh, Double Fine, for example. Obsidian are now in their in their stable of developers. Um, so, like, they, they've Microsoft have been slowly but surely buying up a lot of established developers. Um, and Sony have been, basically, they, they've allowed the studios that they've had to basically get better and better. So like Naughty Dog, for example, the guys for behind The Last of Us and um, uh, the guys behind uh, the Uncharted series, like they're leaning on those guys heavily. Uh, Insomniac is still there. Uh, they're not exclusive to them anymore, but they're still making awesome stuff. Um, so 
to be honest, man, I don't. The the Xbox has the edge for sure in terms of like computational power, but ultimately, it doesn't really matter yet. Um, it won't matter until we start seeing what exclusives come out of this. Uh, yeah, and I think the only real game that Microsoft's got an exclusive, which I'm personally interested in, is like the new Halo, uh, for sure, and uh, the new Forza. But whatever Forza games are coming out, I'm going to be interested in that. But obviously, Sony have announced Gran Turismo, I think it's seven, I think. Um, so, you know, I think racing games, you'll be covered from the console, really. It just depends what you want, right? Well, I think my thing is that Ratchet and Clank and Spider Man is the new Spider Man, the, uh, the, um, the new Spider Man, is that Insomniacs too? Yes, it is. Yeah. So basically, so that's basically of, my edge right there. Yeah, yeah. There was a bit of confusion in the week because essentially there was a couple of interviews that Insomniac gave that made it seem like it was the first Spider-Man, but with a few extra missions where you could play as Miles Morales. But they've since come out and said that it is no, it is a, it's a fully fledged. They didn't say sequel. It's kind of like a standalone thing, um, but it does continue the story of of Peter Parker and obviously Miles Morales is kind of not taking over him, but you know, it's becoming two Spider-Mans in one city. So it's going to be quite interesting how far they go down the whole, um, you know, the alternate dimensions route and stuff like that. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. I think the thing that I would say about Sony's presentation is that there wasn't many games where they said it was coming out this year, but they did say that the console was coming out this year. So, you know, a lot of the really, really cool stuff that you saw. So like the Ratchet and Clank stuff, um, the new Horizon Zero Dawn, which is called something else, which is like this survival, third-person survival game where you're like, basically you're you're playing like a tribal warrior, but uh, you're fighting like metallic robots that seem to have taken over the world. Um, it's supposed to be set in the far off on future. Um, like all those games aren't coming out until 2021 at least. Um, so... You know, I think for me, it was a really strong showing from from Sony for sure. But without revealing the price point, without revealing what games are going to launch for this thing, apart from NK2K21, which is pretty much the only game that they've said is coming out day and date. Uh, yeah, I think it was a good opening salvo, but we need to see what else is coming before I'm willing to spend, you know, whatever the hell is going to cost, right? Like it could be $600, it could be $500. Like no one really bloody knows. Uh, anyways, uh, Andy, happy Father's Day. Thank you for everything that you Thank do, you. everything that you have done. Uh, you are a wonderful dad, so happy Father's Day to you. Um, and uh, happy Father's Day to everybody in your circle. Do you have, let's start with shout-outs to Father's Day. Any Father's Days that you guys, to all the fathers that you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So happy Father's Day to my brother Ian. Happy Father's Day to Paul, who was a guest on this podcast not long ago, uh, a couple of episodes ago. Uh, happy Father's Day to my father-in-law. Um, happy Father's Day to all the fathers that are in my life, all the fathers that I work with. Um, and uh, yeah, I just want to say uh, you guys are all awesome um, and you've all helped me uh, during whatever father issues that I've had. Um, during the short time that I've been a dad so yeah uh, and obviously thank you to you Jose as well you're an awesome dad you always help me out 
I can always send you a WhatsApp message slightly panicking and you'll get back to me usually with a like a piece of sage advice or something calming me down, which I'm happy about. Uh, yeah, my advice to you is always like, don't become me, relax. <laughs> Uh, and you're always uh, sending me memes as well and, and things that make me laugh that are vaguely anti-British, uh, which always uh, makes me makes me chuckle. Hey, like I always say, if I talk shit to you, it's because I like you. Yeah, uh, exactly. exactly. Happy Father's Day to Joe, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Happy Father's Day to Joe. And uh, he may be expecting something new. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get him on if we can uh, soon. Because uh, you may have a second one on the way as well. Yeah. The guy who said he didn't want. <laughs> I thought it was we'll, going to be you we'll first. We'll get him to talk about it. I'm sure it'll be fun. We'll get him to talk about it. Imagine if their family doesn't know and now they're like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> Not like they listen to this. Uh, this... Well, no, it's, like, it's, it's buried in like 60 minutes onwards of this episode. It'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be... 75. Uh, this podcast is for you guys. Uh, you guys are dads. Uh, if you're still with your kids, you're better than my dad. Uh, if you are paying attention to your kids, if you are reading to your kids, if you are supporting your kids, you're better than my dad. Uh, so keep it up. Uh, remember that that little kid is going to... You're shaping his life. So it's not about you anymore. Uh, it's all about him. Father's Day to uh, moms, single moms. Father's Day, happy Father's Day to single moms that are raising their kids and don't take it on the kids, meaning like if you chose the wrong one, doesn't mean the kid is, is his fault, so don't take it on the kids. Um, raise a good kid because that kid could turn out to be me and you don't want that. <laughs> In my family, a big happy Father's Day to my father, my brother, my friend, my brother. Uh, who else? Uh, in the podcast, Keith. Happy Father's Day to Keith. Um, let's see. Wow. We already did the whole thing. I want to say happy Father's Day to all my family. All the De La Rocas. Antonio, Julio, Eduardo. Uh, their uh, dads. Who else? To my father-in-law, who is uh, has been a good father-in-law to uh, me. And a good dad role model to my, fa- uh, my girlfriend's side. Uh, who else? Uh, my girlfriend's brothers. Happy Father's Day to them. Uh, let's see, my brother, to all the Cornejos, Chavez, everybody who listens, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to Chris. He was in the show. And uh, that's pretty much it. Where could people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gaming Goodness. That's G A M I N G G O O D N E S S. Usually tweeting about loads of different stuff. Um, yeah, mostly video games related. <laughs> and are you going to be uh, celebrating? Do you know anything? Are you going somewhere? Besides uh, going to a uh, backyard and eating fancy uh, English uh, sandwiches with tea and stuff? So we won't be doing that. So uh, <laughs> basically, I think I've got some cakes on the way. Uh, and I have uh, some Indian curry c- coming. And I believe I'm meeting up with um, a few other dads as well. Uh, so they'll be hanging out in my garden. So yeah, should be a good time. For you sure. see, you have friends. I don't even know what friends are anymore. That's why you got me, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not eating those fancy things. Somebody brings it in, I'll be like, nah, I'm cool. I don't want to ruin my reputation. <laughs> 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 Happy Father's Day to everybody. Thank you for listening. 
Till next time, my name is Jose Jose de la Roca, and you can find me at Mr. Jose de la Roca. Bye!